Hey, Rise guys and Rise gals, it's uh, John Marvelly here. I just want to give you a quick program note before we get into the show. Uh, the audio is a little messy from this episode. Uh, our audio engineer, Vukjovanic, did a great job on it. Um, he did the best he could with the mess that we gave him. Uh, I sound like I'm calling in on a phone from like Tahiti or something. Uh, I'm very faint at times. Russ sounds the best by far, as usual. Uh, and my friend Leah goes in and out. Um, but I think you can make everything out. It's just you might, you might miss a few things. And I hope you enjoy it. Please participate in the sweepstakes. There's one coming up, so listen closely in there. Uh, enjoy the episode. Bye. Rise, guys. Rise, gals. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for Mad About Mad About You. This is not how our show normally begins. But we are pumped and amped for the show. Right, John? Yeah. (laughs) Great DJ voice. (laughs) Thanks again, a lot of that. Hi, everybody. This is Mad About Mad About You. Uh, we are your weekly Mad About You recap podcast. My name is Russ Fader. And I'm John Marbley. And this is a very special week. It's a very big time episode because for the first time ever, we have a guest. If Mad About You was a final frontier, we're traveling outside of time and space here. So let's break it down now. Just what we do. It's mad about, mad about you. That's right. Our guest is joining us. One of my best friends, Leah Reddy. Hey guys. Hello, Leah. It's so good to have you. I'm excited to be here. I've known you now for four or five minutes. We're getting there, yeah. And each of them have been a delight. That's right. Imagine how I feel. It's been 15 years. We're old friends. We met in college, and. Yes. Uh, Leah lives in New York, along with you, and I live out here, and she's visiting me. Leah, what is your experience with Mad About You, generally speaking? I was an avid Mad About You watcher. I believe it was on in the half hour between when I came home from track practice and when I ate dinner in junior high. It was uh, in syndication by that time, so I was watching reruns. That's awesome. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I would remember, yeah, I would come home and like, sit on the floor of the basement on like the dirty carpet and stretch and watch mad about you reruns. That sounds awesome. And sometimes I would play Wonderwall over and over at the same time. Over the show. <laughs> what else were you doing in 1996? That's trippy. Oh man. That's really trippy. I love that. That's a fun confluence of 90s stuff. I think yeah. that fully explains puberty to me. Like pretty much the whole experience. <laughs> Awesome. I wonder what episode goes best with that song. Uh, I can tell you. Okay. Well, it's a couple of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, the one where the newsstand burns down. Goes well with Wonderwall? Yes. Okay. I can see that. There's one where my recollection of it involves Jamie's sister and a rubber duck. I and like a missing purse, but I wish I could recall anything other than like those things were very funny to me. And I really liked that episode. I can see that in my mind's eye, but I don't remember. That doesn't ring any immediate bells for me, but I'm excited. Delayed to... bells are going crazy, though. 
when you get to yeah. it in the podcast, can I come back? Yeah, Look, sure. Which one? Both. John. Oh, brother. <laughs> she is publicly putting us on the spot for a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, I feel like I'm being asked if I'm going to run for president. I don't uh, know about this. Are you going to run for president? Uh, I'm not ready to make that statement yet. That announcement. So what did we watch this week, John? We watched The Apartment episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Apartment. This is season one, episode seven, are we on? Eight. Past that? Eight. Eight. Holy smokes. And it aired on November 11th, 1992. Oh, man. It did. Which is one week after uh, last week's, but eight days after Clinton won the election. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had not thought about where that fit in this time space. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you what the TV Guide description is, because... It had a weird spoiler, I thought. Interesting. It was still succinct as ever. I feel like I got to... Everything we've mentioned on the show, I feel like I got to catch Leah up on to contextualize. <laughs> That'll be hell for the listeners. Leah, let me give you a little tip. So TV Guide exists, and they have brief synopses of the episodes of television. And every week, John is amazed at their ability to do this. Well, because it's so succinct. <laughs> Are you kidding? Read the IMDb or Wiki ones. It takes as long as we take to talk about an episode. Yeah, it's All right. true. Well, the description is Jamie wants Paul to give up his bachelor pad, which he sublets to a fellow named Kramer. Is that a spoiler or is that an advertisement? Because Seinfeld would have already been running for five years at this point. Kramer was America's large, spiky-haired sweetheart. No, I know, but I would say it kills the surprise. The fun su- Well, it's still a surprise because you don't know. It's just fun. No, you're right. They're trying to get people to watch this new show. Like, it's good marketing. You're right. It's a crossover yeah. star. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, no, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of you thinking that in the week prior to this, they were just like, just a regular old episode of Mad About You. Nothing interesting happens. That they weren't saying, freaking Kramer's on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> watch Seinfeld, change the channel, come back at nine. <laughs> <laughs> You get it, Selby, the rest, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, the Selby show. Selby's the name of his best friend. Leah gave me a quizzical look. Selby's the name of his best friend that comes in. Oh, really? Yeah. Does he, he show up later, in like later seasons, or do they get rid of him? Because I don't have a strong the memory of All him. All the time. Yeah, he is one of the mainstays of the show. He did not make an impression on me in my youth. <laughs> I will tell you that. I can't well, imagine why. Yeah, That's weird. You'll have to pay closer attention. This yeah, time you'll around. have to listen to every episode of the podcast because right. he makes an appearance. <laughs> He's almost there Basically. more than Paul most of the time. He's sporting that special early 90s bowl cut. Yeah, it's normally hidden underneath his special <laughs> early 90s hat. But yeah. yeah, he is always wearing. Yeah, and he never changes his outfit for all the years he's on the show. Backwards <laughs> Kangles were just him and Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a oh. lot of people, Kangle is synonymous with Samuel L. Jackson, but for me, it's Selby. <laughs> It's Selby. The best friend with no last name. You see Except a dude that in the tangle and you're name. like, yeah, you're like, who are you, Tommy Hinckley? Oh, uh, wait, is Selby his last name? His last name, Jay Selby. Where'd you get Jay? How'd you know? I believe they call him that throughout the remaining 150 episodes, <laughs> whatever. Well, I missed that. I'm bad with names, though, even when they're fake. Jay Selby. What else aired on uh, TV that night? John, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm not joking. I don't know. You didn't look? I decided not to look, my friend. I looked and I said, these are boring. We have covered these shows. We will oh. cover these shows again later. Okay. But there's nothing fun. You didn't even care it's... about the Hat Squad? Uh, you know, uh, look, I, 
Especially after last week when you were like, oh, are we going to do like a little Minnesota of the Hat Squad every week? I love the Hat Squad. Everybody knows I love the Hat Squad. Also, there's the Hat Squad available on YouTube, and everybody should watch the Hat Squad. Select select episodes, I think. Select episodes of the Hat Squad. Not the full eight. Oh, but man cannot live on Hat Squad alone, uh-huh. and man cannot live on television alone. Can I tell you what I did look up? Sure. I looked up music. Okay. And music led me to television. Interesting. I looked up what the Billboard number one single was. The week beginning November 7th, it was the 11th consecutive week that End of the Road by oh Boys God. to Men oh was number one song. Oh, my gosh. Broke a record. I used to think Broke the record. so romantic, you guys. It is. Sure. It was like the epitome of romance to my little heart. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of, but not in the same way. <laughs> Sure. John, you're being very diligent and very, very <laughs> assured of this. It, it is. Stop. I don't know what else you could be thinking. It really it is, is to me still a very romantic song, but I, I, okay, whatever. It was number one for 11 years, uh, 11 years, 11 weeks oh in a row. <laughs> we would have a cultural Broke. problem if it was number one for 11 years. <laughs> to me, it's 20 some years and counting. <laughs> Do you want to slow dance with Christina to it with like a foot and a half between you and both of your arms straight? Yes. You should do it then. I did that. It was my last high school dance song, senior year. I danced. I did not <laughs> dance with my current girlfriend because I didn't know her. I danced with another girl. We were just friends. I think the last song we actually danced to at my high school prom was American Pie. And we did it as a kick line. What? Is that just because no one wanted the night to end? That song's like 15 minutes long. I have no explanation for it. What a closer. (laughs) And now for the last song of the night, Swan Lake. (laughs) 